You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car question for Dave or Alan? Call now, 416-360-0740 or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Okay, Al. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome, Dave's Corner Garage, for another episode. Uh, really interesting show we have today. We've got uh, three major guests. We got Joey Gagne from Abrams Towing, Mike Wilson from Haggerty, and Brian Max from San Clemente, California. How do you like that? Oh. No expense spared. Okay, Al, you can say something. <laughs> <laughs> San Clemente. Come on, Al. Who had Come on, a, Al, you can do it. Somebody Come had on, a ranch there. It. Who was that? Wasn't that one of the presidents? Yes, yeah, San Clemente. It was Nixon, I believe. It was San Clemente. I don't remember. He what? has his uh, library there. And what's Brian doing out there? Actually doing cars and coffee. Here's where guys uh, with nothing to do Saturday morning. Go to a local restaurant, bring in your car, uh, sit down and bench race, and maybe drink a little coffee, chew a little fat, and uh, have a good time with your friends. So uh, cars and coffee, that's uh, one of the latest things we do in the summer. What's, hey, ben- what's bench race? I never heard of that. Bench racing is, geez, you know, I go around that corner so fast, my three wheels are up on the ground, and you know how it is. Oh, it's just BSing is what you're talking about. That's exactly right. <laughs> Making it up wanna, as you go. Go ahead, Dave. Yeah, remind everybody that we have a contest going on. We're giving away four triangle tires. And they're not square, they're round. Uh, triangle tire is a, uh, what, almost 40 years' experience of building tires. It's one of our major sponsors. And we're giving away four tires installed at Glen Allen Motors. I've heard of that place. Me too. So if you've got a car or a light truck, make sure you go to davescornergarage.com, enter the contest. You've got a better chance than winning the lottery, which I heard is up to $70 million. Which I lost. I, I, I gave in my ticket today, and it was like, wah, wah, wah. You know, I'm thinking, well, you, know, if you buy $1,000 worth of tickets, wouldn't you get better odds? Well, people nope. do that. Steve, nope. what, what's your secret to winning uh, the lottery? Um, I don't buy any. I bet on I bet on the lease, and that was enough. No, actually, you know what? It's seventy million plus another fifty million for the uh, encore, so it's one hundred and twenty million dollars. You know, I'd be happy with one. You'd be happy. I'd be happy happy with fifteen. Fifteen million sounds good, doesn't it, Al? (laughs) Yeah, but I'd happy. (laughs) I'd be happy with one. You know, like I'm not a you know pig about it. You know what the heck? Anyways, not go there. All right. So, anyways, I went in and I asked the guy at the store about my ticket yesterday, and I said to him, "What was the most expensive uh, purchase?" And he said, "A guy came in the other day, bought seven hundred dollars worth of tickets. So, I guess his odds are about ten percent better than we are." Oh, there was wow. a guy in Elliott Lake who won a million dollars this week, and you know what he bought along with the ticket? Mm-hmm. He bought uh, he bought a Snickers bar. And that was it. <laughs> so we're going to be talking when we come back about chlorofluorocarbons, otherwise known as CFCs, mm-hmm. or we're going to talk about hydrocarbons or ODP certificates, all that fancy stuff with a big owl here. And it's basically all about your car and it's all about air conditioning. 
Al, take us out. Well, it's actually about global warming, or yes. or should I say global cooling? We'll have to figure is that it out. Air, is it an air? Is it an air conditioner? Conditioner? Or is it an air conditioner? Something yeah, smells like funny around here. You know, it's, 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 it's your there. gas. It's all right, this is Dave's Corner Garage. As soon as we all <laughs> stop talking, I'm going to say goodbye. So, Carlos, take us out of here. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. My name is Alan Gelman. I'm here in studio with me, amigo Carlos. And, uh, Dave, where are you? I'm at the home studio Very in the uh, upper echelons of Toronto. Now, uh, you, like, <laughs> you like ice caps, don't you? Do you ever go get them at Starbucks or Timmy's? Yes, we do. Well, and, and what's bad when, what ha when your ice cap melts? Then you've got a problem. Exactly right. And so let's talk about AC and air conditioning and refrigeration. Mm -hmm. It's gone through uh, quite, a, I guess, changes over the years. Uh, for the last 70 years, I think we've been using R12. Well, we initially used R12, but they decided that, you know what? It was eating up the Earth's ozone layer, like the ozone That's layer correct. was depleting. The sun was beaten on, and our ice caps, not in the cups, but the one on the top of the Earth and the bottom of the Earth, were melting. And in fact, you know, just a couple of years ago, uh, you know, the Toronto Islands were like totally underwater. And we know that water levels are rising around the world. And they, the government said, we got to stop this somehow. So they stopped using R12. Dave? That's exactly right. So they switched from R12, which is a, a chlorofluorocarbon, all right, or CFC as we call it in the industry. And they switched it to what's called R134A. R134A is a, it's milder to the uh, ecology, I guess is the word, mm -hmm. and uh, doesn't eat up the ozone. But the rumor was that it was killing some kind of an amoeba in the ocean. Okay. So now they switched it to a newer one, which is called R1234YF, which is what I think is what's current in today's vehicles. Am I correct? Exactly. They stopped, they, you know, they stopped using R12 back in 92. As of 94, you had to use R134. And now, as of 2021, no new vehicles are made with 134. So if you've got a car with air conditioning, it's got 1234YF. Now, the question is, you cannot just replace AC gas if it's missing. You actually have to go through a whole test. The proper way to do it, and anybody who's licensed, you know, by law, has to do it the proper way, which is that if the gas is low, which is usually what going on in most cases if the gas is low you have to evacuate what's in there so even if there's a half a pound left you have to evacuate it recover it and then in fact you're going to recycle it um, but then you pressurize the system you use nitrogen which is an inert, inert gas you crank yes. up the system and then you basically just shut off the valve and watch the, the needle to see if it drops if you exactly. don't if you don't see the needle drop after a prescribed amount of time then the idea is that, well, if there's a leak, it can't be sizable, and in which case, then you can proceed to evacuate the system and go ahead and charge it with gas, whether it's 134 or the 1234YF. Now, there's a couple of things people should know. First off, you can't buy this stuff over the counter. You need what's called an ODP certificate, which is an ozone depletion uh Osho, or whatever it is. Is this a certificate you get? <laughs> it's your I have one, you know. Your, your, your refrigerating <laughs> badge of honor. Yes, I actually have one. And, and you also need a couple of thousand dollars worth of equipment to do all this. But the bottom line is, if you're using something which is not a chloroform, 
You, in other words, just a plain hydrocarbon, you can use almost anything. You can use chicken soup if you want. The bottom line is you just can't use this 134A. Besides, if it's got, like, matzo balls in it, it really is not going to work. Because it'll plug up the <laughs> system. Seriously, seriously. Um, all right, so, Dave, explain to everybody what hydrocarbons are and or hydrocarbon-based refrigerants. Well, what they do is hydrocarbon-based certificates could be like propane, which is being used vastly in the industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't uh, co- damage the environment, but its downside is two things. One, it's heavier than air, so if you have a leak, uh, certain buildings won't even allow you to into into the building because of the capacity of propane, and it could go into the sewer system. And secondly, it is prone to explosion. So um, it's very, very, very volatile. So if you're using protein, propane, you have to be careful uh, that it's installed properly. Actually, when we installed it, we also installed what was called a sealer mm-hmm. that went with it. This was a product that was a, it reacted with air and uh, would actually seal off any holes. Well, yeah, but the whole the trick is that the, as far as I'm concerned, being in the business, of course, is that, you know, why would you want just a Band-Aid kind of solution? The whole point is that, you know, if you're going to keep this car for a long period of time, mm-hmm. why, why wouldn't you just fix it properly? You know, because, first of all, if you, if you just add, and a licensed guy can't, but you could go to the store, you know, the supply store, and get HCFCs yourself or, or hydrocarbon, you could add it. But then you've got a real bad mixture inside of the system. Mm-hmm. You know, you got a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and and the system is contaminated, right? Um, mm-hmm. Which is, is is no good because um, you know down the road, if somebody is going to recover it properly, then his system is all going to be contaminated as well. So if you plan on keeping the car, I would spend the money, get an estimate, and find out what it's going to cost to fix it properly. That is the better way rather than just buying, you know, what they call it, Dave, mechanic in a can, right? Something that's Mm -hmm. only going to give you a temporary fix and not a lot of satisfaction. All right, we got to run because I hear the music and we've got Joey Gagne from Abrams Towing. And he's going to tell us all about an auto auction that's coming up that uh, you're going to want to make sure you check it out. This is Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Alan. He's Dave. He's Carlos. We got to go. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Alan Gelman, and with us, we have Joey Gagney on the phone. He's from Abrams Towing. You know, Abrams Towing tows in cars that are delinquent or left on the side of the road, and you can only put so many into your lot before it's time to do what, Joey? It's time to get rid of them. Time to sell them. <laughs> uh, and uh, and uh, we, uh, we, we, we sell them through our auction normally. Dave? Jo- are Joey, you, you, you run your auction, what, every couple of weeks you run an auction? Yeah, we do a we do a an online auction. We we used to do a live auction. We did a live auction for twenty years, and then with COVID, we've switched to an online auction, and it's been uh, very successful. It's allowed a lot, a lot more people to have access to our inventory, and it's uh, easier for them to uh, to to participate in the uh, the buying process. Joey, are they so able I- to actually come down and see a vehicle? I mean, before I'm going to buy something, I'd like to see what it looks like in person. Is, is that not possible? Yeah, we, we the auctions are we have the auctions on uh, uh, starts on Tuesday and goes to Thursday, and you're allowed to come and and uh, view the vehicles anytime between Tuesday and Thursday. We have a, a window, but uh, it's I think it's about six hours a day 
10, 10 to 6, so eight that's eight hours a day, uh, so uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then the, and the bidding starts to close at 8 o'clock on uh, Thursday night. So we, uh, we, we, with, uh, with the restrictions right now with uh, COVID, um, you can just go on our site, our abramsauction.ca, and you can book an appointment, and you can come in and see the vehicles. Joey, some of these cars are ones that you've taken off the street for parking violations or driving violations. But I can bring you my car and have you try and sell some of some of the stuff that I yeah. have. Is that correct? Yeah, we do. We do consignment stuff. So if the public wants to sell their vehicle and uh, uh, they're looking for a place to uh, to dispose of it, it's, it, we we take their their information. We'll put the vehicle on there on our site, and uh, they can. Uh, they can sell it, and uh, we we facilitate that for them with our uh, with our our tools on our site. So, um, in other words, I need an ownership to prove that I own the car, and I pay you an administration fee. And uh, Bob's your uncle. Yeah, yeah. We we charge a, a two hundred fifty dollars <laughs> administration fee, uh, and uh, yeah, you can sell your car. We we uh, we obviously require you sign a, an agreement. Uh, and provide proof that it's your vehicle and uh, that there's no, no other encumbrances on the vehicle. Now, I was watching some of the sites because uh, I do get an email from you regularly. Uh, you sell tires. You've got tools. You've even had boats. Yeah. I we, mean, we, it, sold, we sold a lot of uh, different stuff this year because we have the ability to uh, to load different types of products on the on the site, we focus primarily on cars, but uh, you know some of the vehicles, as you said earlier, some of the vehicles, or majority of the vehicles we get are are abandoned vehicles that the people have just they don't want to go through the process of disposing the vehicle themselves, so they've abandoned it somewhere, and then we the, the municipality or parking authority or, or, or police authorities have asked us to remove the vehicle, and then after a certain period of time, if it hasn't been picked up, we we seize the vehicle for the, the obtaining debt, and then we dispose of the vehicle. So sometimes there's contents, um, you know, and sometimes it's it's junk, and sometimes it's something that might have some value. So we post the uh, extra stuff on our on our site as well, and uh, and we do get extra tires and stuff like that because we do. There are some vehicles that aren't we can't dispose of through the through the auction. It's just they're just too rough. So we will take the if they've got really good rims and tires, we'll take those and then see if somebody's interested in purchasing those separately. And I did notice a whole selection of motorcycles for quite a while. Yeah, we we stockpile the motorcycles over the past you know six months, and then when it comes to motorcycle season, we we start putting them out there, and uh, it seems to be pretty popular. People want to buy motorcycles and uh you know in the spring and uh we've gotten a lot of uh a lot of traction from that and people have gotten a lot of really good deals so how do we get in touch with you like how does it work um it's abrams tow abrams auction.ca that's the website yeah you can either go to our towing website and then there's a link there or you can go directly to the auction site which is abrams auction.ca and that allows you to, to go on you can register to just receive notifications of when the auctions are, or you can go directly on a register and become a member, 
uh, at no cost. There's no there's no fee or anything. And you become a member, and then you get the notifications, and then you, it allows you to go in and bid whenever you whenever you want. All right, Joey. Thank you very much for joining us today. And uh, and don't forget, if you can't get one of these beaters that you buy to, to start, Abrams will help you with a tow. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> this is Dave's Car in the Garage. Right after the break, we're going to have Mike Wilson from Haggerty Classic Car Insurance. We'll be right back. Well, you know, if you've got a hobby car, you know, one that you don't drive every day, why, why should you pay the full pop to insure that thing? We've got Mike, uh, Mike Wilson from Haggerty Classic Car Insurance with us. Mike, how are you today? I'm doing well, guys. How you guys doing? We're doing really good now. I, you know, I was reading some notes here, and I thought you just insured old cars, but that's not the case, is it? Oh, my goodness. No, we, we actually, uh, believe it or not, Haggerty started out in 1984, um, where they created a specialized agreed value program for vintage watercrafts. And then actually a few short years later, um, they, they started what we know today as the Haggerty brand for, you know, the collector car enthusiast with the flexible usage, specialized claim service combined with that agreed value, which we all know today. But um, it's evolved, actually, like you were saying. Um, everybody thinks of, you know, collector car or antique car insurance just for the classics or antiques, but, you know, we do modern classics, which are, you know, uh, 1980 and newer, would be your limited production, rare, you know, sports cars, vehicles with, you know, a higher value, or just your modern collectibles as well, like your your Ferraris, Lamborghinis, maybe your hypercore vehicles, something that we call hypercore vehicles would be your... Uh, um, you know, maybe your your muscle cars or sports cars that were made in the 60s, 70s that are still made today, your Mustangs, Camaros, Ch- Challengers, Corvettes, those sort of things, right? So, um, and we do that right up to current model year. Um, and then, of course, all, uh, in, encompassed in that would be uh, your replicas, kit cars, uh, perhaps maybe a, a member's got a, a Porsche Speedster, but it's sitting on a Volkswagen chassis or Fiero. Um, we see a lot of those, and also uh, the military and service vehicles, so like your ex-fire trucks, semi-tractor trailers, buses, things like that, right? So um, we're so much more than just your antique and classic. I'm so I'm so happy that you explained that hypercar. I I was thinking that's usually my wife in the passenger seat going. Could you please slow down? Could you please watch where we're going? Okay, but you have explained it. So these are specialty vehicles. Now, is the whole key here is the limited use of that vehicle? It is. So typically we, the, these vehicles, um, a good way to think about uh, the vehicles that we insure are, you know, not the vehicles that you need, but it's the vehicles that you want. It's not the, the A to B type, you know, get you to A to point B type vehicle. It's, it's the car that, you know, it, it takes you back to a certain time and place, something that you just like to get in and enjoy the drive, maybe go for a coffee, visit friends or family, uh, um, go out for just a nice cruise, uh, uh, take the wife to dinner, maybe the odd night. It, it, it's truly a pleasure-type policy, right? So we want you to get in and enjoy these vehicles. You don't have to be going to a car show or cruise night. And, and Mike, you know, you know, you really love your car, but unfortunately bad things happen to good people sometimes. Let's say, for example, you know, uh, someone's not paying attention and they run into your, your car and it's a loss. What happens? So we actually have a dedicated um, uh, 
claims department that that's all they do they're available seven days a week actually they're experienced and specialized with collector car repairs and restorations all they need to do is contact either their broker or ourselves we, we you can even do it on our uh, on our website as well you can submit you know online claims notices there with usually a 24-hour uh, turnaround time and our and our uh, settlement process is so efficient that actually most of our claims are paid within 15 days Oh, wow. And we can even help source out any parts as well because we we certainly know that these these vehicles are not you know easily available to find these parts. Internet has certainly made it a lot easier, but uh, um, you just can't go to a Canadian Tire and grab something off of a parts uh, shelf, right? So um, we can even assist with uh, any kind of sourcing of parts as well. Well, it's important because a lot of people that buy these classic cars aren't necessarily guys with blue-collar jobs during the day. I mean, you know, they're just yep. guys that have the money and like the car, so they're going to need help when it comes to, you know, f- sourcing it and even finding out where to get these fixed. Now, exactly. again, if, if the car is what you guys deem a, um, a, a write-off, you can't actually keep it, eh? which is different than a normal insurance company. Well, yeah, so typically with a, with a normal loss, um, if you, say, had some sentimental value to that vehicle or you put the blood, sweat, and tears and restored that vehicle yourself where maybe there's a lot of value in just the parts as well um you could part out the interior the engine you know depending on how the car was written off and you know whatever kind of incident happened uh but essentially in a normal policy they would be paid whatever value for the vehicle and if they wanted that that car back they would have to buy the salvage back through the settlement process so we actually have created um this cherished salvage coverage which were the only ones offering it in Canada where essentially they they get the double dip on a policy where they're paid the full agreed value let's for example here use a round number and say $50,000 so if your car is insured for $50,000 and uh, god forbid there's a, a covered total loss that happens on that car and it's deemed a you know a total write off you would be paid the full 50,000 and with this cherished salvage you actually get to keep the uh, the salvage of the vehicle without having to buy it back so um, it's it's a very unique coverage which uh, again plays to those uh, folks with the blood sweat and tears in the restoration or the sentimental value with that car it was their grandfather's car and you know they want it back it's like my 87 cutlass it's it's not really that special of a car in the market yet it's certainly picking up some steam but it was my grandfather's car he's unfortunately no longer here it's got a lot of meaning to me i you know i smell him every time i get in the car so i certainly want that car back all right well dave has a special car too right dave well yeah i was going to ask you a question we got an email that said do you cover a tank this guy apparently has a tank and he's wondering if Haggerty would cover insurance that is excellent Definitely. So that would actually uh, fall under our ex-military service vehicles. So under that umbrella, we can actually insure your your military-type vehicles, your Jeeps and everything. Um, and under that, the, the, the vehicles with any kind of track, so your tanks, would fall under that as well. Um, however, a couple things, and please don't, you know, shoot the messenger on this, no pun intended there, but any... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> any uh, missiles, guns, unfortunately, they would have to be disabled on the vehicle or removed um, in order to, uh, you know, establish a policy. But uh, um, we can also look at coverage for battle reenactments. However, we do look to see that they're more stationary, but I do know that is a thing as well. So um, some good news for that gentleman. 
So the question I have is you have evaluation tools on your site. Uh, how would you evaluate a tank? I mean, is there a market for that sort of stuff? Well, it, certainly. There's there's actually um, a, a club that we're affiliated with as well that we get a lot of resources uh, from on these types of vehicles. Unfortunately, any military vehicles are, aren't up on our, our evaluation tools on our website yet. Um, because of how specialized they are, um, there's a lot of provenance behind them. Sometimes they can have some difficulties coming up with values, but that's where we rely on a lot of our resources. Um, we have offices in uh, the UK, Germany, so um, we, we, we exhaust every resource we have. And in our valuation database, um, it's, it's probably by far one of the most robust out there. I'm not sure if anybody's on, uh, been on the website or not, but uh, it gives you a lot of different nuggets on, on uh, um, the production history of that vehicle, how they were built, what options were available. It breaks down, you know, vehicle trends on that, on that particular vehicle. It associates the value on a one through four scale. You can check previous values that go back, you know, three, five years if you want to see what the hobby trends have been. Um, and also you can see what's sold on the market at auction and on you know private sales and what is also on the market for sale right now to help you know compare values so it's a very robust uh um product out there which is available to everyone now if i'm buying a Haggerty policy do i get advantage of getting the magazine so that would fall under our Haggerty Drivers Club. So it, it's uh. similar to uh, a guaranteed flatbed service, but with that, there's so many different member benefits. They get access to uh, some Haggerty owned events uh we we have uh, our own car events back when covid wasn't a thing and we could all gather in fields and parking lots there um and we would host uh like youth driving experiences get kids behind the wheel to teach them how to drive a manual transmission so they get access to all those the the concierge service um they get access to all of our media forums our videos uh, the Haggerty roads uh the Haggerty magazine would be included which actually goes out every other month on that and there's, there's a whole bunch of discounts as well they can get you know discounts on car covers uh california uh i believe the california car covers uh reliable care uh carriers uh coker tires there's so many on there i think michelin as well but uh yeah there's a lot of different discounts available uh, mike quickly before we go uh dry festival what's that all about coming up in oh, september my goodness this is something that i am so excited to be a part of it's actually happening in my backyard at the the famous most port uh canadian tire motorsports park here in bowmanville so uh -huh. this this is uh just a um uh, an automotive nirvana i guess if you want to say it it's three days long happening in september but it's it's uh basically they open up four test tracks and you get to see all of the newest technologies and vehicles uh, uh basically showing their stuff on these tracks so a couple things that we're actually looking at doing there. Um, we're still in the works on a lot of it, but uh, um, there's going to be some amazing uh, uh, displays like with Pagani, Bugatti, McLaren. Uh, and, of course, you get to see all these things on the track and possibly sit in them as well while they, while they cruise around. So Cool. And uh, www.drivefestival.com, I think, is the website. Is that right? Yeah, correct drivefestival.com you got it it's and, uh september 10th through 12th and uh f to find more about Haggerty and how to get a policy where do they go yeah so visit us at www.haggerty.com forward slash 
DCG to find out more. All right, and uh, after the break, we're going to be talking to Brian Max, who I understand is a buddy of yours. He certainly does a whole lot of writing for Haggerty. Uh, Mike, thank you very much. Have yourself a great weekend. Appreciate it, guys. I'm going to wash my cutlets for the first time. All right, don't get stuck on the plastic seat covers, eh? <laughs> I tried not to. Thanks, All right. Guys. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be up with Brian Max, official car tester for Dave's Corner Garage, right after this break. Is there Oh, I'm not going on now. Yes, he is. Brian is going on right now. He's calling in all the way from San Clemente. <laughs> you know, Brian, you're a car tester. You're a car racer. You're a journalist. But I understand you're adding barista to your title right now. Uh, well, I, I could be if if they let me. So the, the, the restaurant that we go to um, here at the, the Saturday Morning Cars and Coffee in San Clemente is actually run by... Um, the sister of Chip Foose, and and you guys you guys know who Chip Foose is. You're mm-hmm. a car designer, yeah. Yeah, he builds you know hot rods, muscle cars, all kinds of stuff, really high end specialty stuff. And it turns out this place that I've been coming to for years is run by his sister. Interesting that uh, Chip Foose was part of the Prowler project uh, when Chrysler was building the Prowler. That was a takeoff of one of Chip Foose's designs when he was with uh, uh, Boyd Coddington. He used That's to work right. for Boyd Coddington, and uh, they designed that car, and Chrysler picked it up and built it. Son of a gun. So it shows you how much effective he has in the car business of California. Yeah, that that's for sure. And and you know he was the last time I was I was down here. He was here signing you know autographs. There was a, a charity thing, and and he's he's I mean down here he's very very popular. Fascinating. So cars and coffee. What are you doing? So you're drinking coffee and talking cars. That, yeah, that's exactly it. There, there are thousands of cars. I would, I don't know. I, I'm looking, I'm overlooking a lot right now. I'm going to say there's probably room for 500 cars here, and there'll be thousands of people here shortly. Unbelievable. So, um, we were going to talk initially about a fellow named by the name of Mike Westwood, who's a Canadian fabricator. Now, that's kind of rare having a. Uh, a fabricator in Canada because of the lack of business that's going on up north and most of the, uh, the season's so short. So tell us about Mike. So Mike is somebody I met a little while ago through um, my friends at, at Haggerty. And, you know, some of his customers insure their, their specialty vehicles with, with Haggerty. But Mike's an interesting cat. So he, he, uh, he built a race car for a friend of mine and basically took a tube frame chassis and made it look like a Mazda RX-3. And that was sort of our jumping off point. But um, I went to visit Mike at his shop, and he was working on a bunch of really cool things. So he was doing some body work on a, a very early Allard sports car. And then he was building a couple of custom trucks as well. So he recently finished um, a project called Nasty 38. And, and this is something that we documented in, in my story in my Haggerty column. He built this for a, a customer. And Mike not only you know fabricates everything, but he also applies his own design aesthetic to it. So this is a, a, a 1938 pickup truck that's all hot-rotted, lowered, big motor, all of this stuff. But because Mike's background is motorsport, building race cars and racing cars, he's got a little bit of a, a racer aesthetic too. So it's got some, you know, some like a racer tachometer and you know, switches for the fuel pump and the ignition and all that stuff. And the pro- the, the, the kind of end product that these trucks and cars that Mike turns out are just beautiful. 
So is there a big market for custom cars like that here in this car part of the country? There, I think there really is, Dave, and and, and I, I think it's because that a lot of, uh, you know, there, there aren't a lot of shops like Mike has where, you know, they can do all of the fabrication in-house. I mean, you know, Mike is, Mike knows how to use an English wheel. I think he's the first person I've ever met that can, that can operate an English wheel and fabricate body work and, and that sort of thing. And sure, those specialty shops exist, you know, like Legendary Motor Car and, and, and some others. They have those, that kind of expertise in-house, but there's no, there's, there's no, um, there's no small shops around, at, mm-hmm. at least in Ontario that I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. Fascinating industry. It really is. Uh, what's going on as far as cars testing is on? What are you driving? Uh, so I just finished with the new uh, Corvette Stingray convertible, which I really enjoy driving. So that's on my uh, YouTube channel. And then I'm driving a direct competitor, not a convertible, but I'm driving the new Porsche 911 with a seven-speed manual transmission. Oh, Seven-speed manual. That, you know what we were talking the other day about manual transmissions disappearing and everything being automatic because they're so efficient. Well, the, you know, and that's what I was talking about. I hate, I hate to, I hate to, you know, toot my own horn here, but that's what my column was um, at Haggerty uh, yesterday. Was it was all about how we have an obligation to teach the younger generation how to how to drive manual and and how to appreciate. Get it because you know with more and more cars being automated like the new corvette it's got a dual clutch transmission there's no manual um you know we we have to pass along our our, our enthusiasm and our appreciation for these things and it's something i recently did with my son so he's grown up in the city and the last thing i wanted to do was teach him how to drive a manual transmission and to learn to drive in the city of toronto so we bought him an, an automatic and and everything's great but now i've taken him out in in some manuals and he's figured it out and and he's enjoying it and i think i i really think he wants to get himself a sports car he wants to get himself a, a miata now excellent that's a great car i mean you, you can abuse it and it still comes back for more that's right it's absolutely great question for you i ordered a corvette a year and a half ago uh and they said i was on the production line but now it's stopped because of the chips so where are we as far as this production um well the the the, the microprocessor shortage isn't going to be fixed for at least another year so every car maker is is suffering right now it doesn't matter who it is they can't get microprocessors because everything kind of got shut down last year and then took a while to get restarted so if it's you know no matter what the no no matter what the car companies want to tell you every single one of them is suffering right now in some way or another so corvette the corvette line has been recently shut down again the camaro line got shut down again um ford hasn't been been building f-150s for a while either mm-hmm. so it's it's a it's a tough spot for everybody right now yeah i heard gm was delivering trucks with some options not available because they have no chips to run them yeah absolutely and and uh gm has uh you know the, i mean the, the their super cruise system which is a, a highly advanced driver assist system it'll sort of drive itself on freeways and that sort of thing that takes a lot of microprocessor stuff and i'm I'm assuming I haven't heard, but I'm assuming that a lot of cars that should be available with Super Cruise aren't getting it right now at GM. Ryan, we got to run. Uh, if people want to find out more, how do they find your videos? Uh, it's uh, it's my name anywhere on the internet. B R I A N M A K S E. Now, have you done a video to show people how to hand crank a start a car? 
Uh, no, no, that's a little bit before my time, Al. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we got to move to the new century, eh? Brian, thank you very right. much. Enjoy your trip, and uh, we'll see you back in Toronto down the road. Yeah, we'll see you soon. Thanks, guys. All right, bye-bye. This is Dave's Corner Garage. we got to take a break, but me and Dave are going to be right back with some very interesting conversations. We'll be right back. Well, before we run out of the racetrack, I want to tip my hat to the boys up in Newmarket. We've got a bunch of guys up there, car guys, car fanatics. They're the Highway 11 cruisers, and they put on these great things. They raise money for, uh, for people who need it all the time. And they've got something big coming up for Father's Day. So check out their website, Highway 11 Cruisers. You can find them on Facebook. So Facebook, Highway 11 Cruisers. And, of course, while you're on the uh, interweb, check out Dave's Corner Garage, and you can win four tires. Dave? I was going to say, the guy who was selling me my Corvette just emailed me the serial number. The thing is built. I just got to wait for it to be shipped to Canada. Can you imagine? You must be listening to the show. I love it. I just absolutely love it. So a couple of things. Uh, first off, we were supposed to have a NASCAR race here in September. And uh, that was up at the Canadian Tire Motorsports Park, September 3 to 5. That was canceled. Uh, because of COVID. And the bottom line is they took that race and they took it to Darlington down in the States. So you ever been to Darlington? No, I've been to Michigan and I've been to Homestead, but I've never been to Darlington. Yeah, Darlington's the old type track, you know, with the old Southerners. And you all come down here, you hear? (laughs) And uh, yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say it's it's a great place to visit. Uh, really, NASCAR is fully entrenched in the southern states. And uh, if you haven't had that experience, visit all the shops and the museums. It's just fantastic. Second thing I was going to add was that cars over $100,000 are going to be taxed more by the federal government. They're introducing a new luxury tax. So not only do you pay air tax, tire tax, HST, you're going to end up paying a luxury tax for that car over $100,000. And this is going to come into effect January the 22nd, uh, sorry, January 2022. In other words, next January. So you won't have to get a phony bill for your Corvette? No, it's actually (laughs) (laughs) $94,000. Only. (laughs) <laughs> it's 94000 They're going, believe it or not, you can buy one on the, on the Auto Trader and places like that. They're one hundred forty grand. Really? Yeah. So I don't really plan to keep it, but the bottom line is uh, it's been taking me over 18 months to get the car. So you, you ordered it and, and, and you're not keeping it, you say? No, I don't think so. I bought a Super in the meantime, and I really enjoyed that car. And uh, I only have so much room. I haven't that room anymore. Either that or I could buy another building. And that's, <laughs> I'm not into that. I think you so, should give it to Al. He's been very nice to you. Yeah, Al's been very nice to you. Yeah. I'll let Al give it a lick. The Corvette? <laughs> All right, perfect. I'm looking forward to that. Al, it'll be bad on your back. You know, some dreams are left better as dreams. Oh, I've seen you try to get in and out of certain cars, Dave, you know, and uh, they don't call it a bucket seat for no reason, you know. (laughs) Check out the bucket on that guy. Listen, we had a great show. want to thank all of our people that joined us. Uh, Mike Wilson from Haggerty, interesting stuff. Uh, Joey Gagne from Abrams Towing. And, of course, Brian Max, who is a fountain of information. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go ahead. You can say something. <laughs> I was listening. I was watching the fountain. I was very enthralled <laughs> with the water spraying and everything like that. Uh, yeah. So uh, if you if you happen to be a tech and you're looking for something cheap, uh, check out Joey's uh, online auction. You can. It's virtual. You don't have to. Uh, 
you know, until you buy it, you, you can just be very safe from your own home. Find the car you want. Maybe there's something there you do like, and uh, you can buy it that way. And, of course, if you've yeah, got a they... classic car, and let's say you find a classic one, you can call Mike Wilson at Haggerty. they got great insurance, and they do boats, too. In fact, I didn't know, Dave, that boats were first, believe it or not. Yes, those classic boats, we know, in Muskoka, those, those wooden boats, that's where it all started off. Uh, they they couldn't get insurance because they were like 60, 70 years old, mm-hmm. and you could, nobody was evaluating them. So he saw a spot in the market where you could actually insure this stuff, and uh, away would they go. And I was course, just going to say – Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, when you go on, on Abrams Towing, they give you a full package. You get a whole history of the car that you're looking at. So, in other words, there's a a, a package from um, uh, forgotten a car Carfax, mm-hmm. and uh, they'll give you all the information on the car that you see. And if you like it, then you go down and visit it. And if you go into a Starbucks and you happen to see uh, Brian Max there pouring coffee, then say hi. Tell him you heard him on the radio. Mm. <laughs> Drive safe, exactly. everybody. We got to run. Thank you very much for all uh, for everybody who's listened, Dave. Have a great weekend. Uh, it's uh, it's time. It's summer, and uh, we are coming out of the uh, lockout, lockdown, and uh, it's time to get back to the world. I'm going to give you the peace sign, but in my case, it means twice. Been vaccinated twice. Very excited. There you go. All right, drive Bye, safe, everybody, everybody yeah. and we'll see you next week on Dave's Corner Garage. Bye-bye. Bye bye. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740.